0: An E-1 recap of the plot so far regarding two characters. One named Reed Gimble and the other named Dr. Yinz Labiano. To recap for Reed Gimble, Reed Gimble is a Christian family man from Terre Haute, Indiana, where he lived with his wife Carol and his dozens of fat, mean, and ugly children. He is a high school graduation one-time attendee, and he was one of the leading proponents of flat-earth theory until he reformed to the hollow-earth theory. Under the tutelage of Dr. Yins Lubyana. Reed has a conspiracy based YouTube page with millions of subscribers. After Paragons of Truth, Reed attempted to travel to Antarctica to walk off the edge of the Earth live on TV. But his wife, pretending to be a CIA agent, threatened to have him arrested for attempting to join Antarctic Al Qaeda. Reed redirected his plan to go to the legendary Nepalese mountain of wisdom, Mount Gox. The sage there, Ho the Wise, parlayed with Reed about all types of wisdoms and told him that he had recently met with Dr. Jens To cut a long story short, Reed was convinced that he would need to fake his own death in order to understand more. Reed traveled back to Terre Haute and used a Prima strategy guide of Warcraft III at the bowling alley ran by Johnny Manziel to funnel his spirit into a phylactery. This phylactery would serve as the physical manifestation of his soul the phylacter he chose was Johnny Manziel's bowling ball which was the bowling ball used in the movie Kingpin his physical body immediately died as his soul was funneled into the bowling ball and his body was cast into a trash can behind the bowling alley the bowling ball was last seen at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame while his soul itself was stuck in the in-between plane in the claw machine the Very Bowling Alley with Johnny Manziel. Dr. Jens Lubiana graduated from the Moscow Institute of Paraphysics in the 1960s. The KGB immediately targeted him and pushed him out of the country for his insights they were afraid of. His degree in flatology took him to America to go from university to university where they refused to let Dr. Yins Lubiana teach courses due to their suppression of his ideas. He started creating his own theories gradually where he came up with a groundbreaking theory a few years ago of CD case theory which garnered him a lot of attention online. It wasn't until Dr. Yins made the transition to Hollow Earth theory that Yins garnered some mainstream attention. His close personal friend Sam Elliott and him discovered that one of the O's in the Hollywood sign leads to a city in the center of Earth known as Shangri-La, a city full of elves and orcs, which he predicted as existing in his earlier theories. But that wasn't enough for Dr. Yins. He wanted to help the orcs by building a portal from the center of the earth to the surface, particularly to help them find work. When Dr. Yinz honest, stole two pounds of uranium from Dundas Industries, Dr. Yinz became a household name. He easily avoided the police and the FBI, as well as world-famous bounty hunter Shed Shitley, and he posted about it relentlessly on social media, doing good deeds around the country. People fell in love with him and his orcish girlfriend, Jessica Farrar. Unfortunately, portals are very hard to make, and Yinz considers himself more of a big picture guy, so he gave up and just lost uranium somewhere. Dr. Yinz was arrested while pretending to be Elvis, and his trial was considered the media event of the century. He was shot with a poison dart while trying to dab in handcuffs. Uh, Judge Poop gave Dr. Yen's a slap on the wrist in a boys-will-be-boys-style decision, despite being charged with violating the Atomic Energy Act, giving him a few weeks in federal supermax with full pay. Despite the very short sentence, Dr. Yins thrived in jail. He got all the prisoners to get along, he got all the gang fighting to stop, and they all started playing Warhammer. He arranged for new movies on movie night. Despite only having two days left in jail, Dr. Yen's escaped with two inmates named Gary the Blade Shanice and Hooper Fawd because he was upset that the warden always argued about Warhammer Turn Order. Now on the run, it turns out that Dr. Yins has located the bowling ball containing the soul of former Paragon of Truth host Reed Gimble, and is heading down the tunnel in the middle of the O in the Hollywood sign heading towards a research station in Shangri-La.
1: The following is an archive podcast presented by the Branson & Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled The Research of Dr. Yins Labiana. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one.
0: This is a Chief Scientist Partner logging day 4340 from the Newly named Hard Rock Research Station 217 Outside of the capital of Shangri-La In the man Providence. Providence uh, Research has continued relatively normally uh, However, on a social level The station has been undergoing many changes Since the arrival of human researcher and scientist Dr. Yins Labiana from the surface world Arriving through the tunnel in the Hollywood sign Dr. Yins brought with him another human His assistant, a man named Rocky and a large, clear bowling ball with a rose in it, which he claimed was a phylactery. He says he took it from human Johnny Manzel, who suffered an unfortunate accident he oh, didn't want to talk about. Hey there, partner. Since, uh, uh, Dr. Jens, hello. How are yeah, you doing? Yeah, hey, partner. What you doing there? You doing your uh, speech-to-text stuff again? Uh, you told me to do the uh, logs. I'm I'm still doing the logs for this. Oh thing right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vlogs, cool. Uh, w- technically, I am still the uh, lead
2: scientist. Uh, well, assistant to the lead scientist. Sure, there's a couple words in there. You forgot
0: Uh, uh What? Did I forget exactly?
2: Uh, you, you forgot that you're the assistant to the lead scientist, not the lead scientist anymore after we underwent some uh, restructuring and disruption uh, by yours truly. Doctor, well, our, uh, a lot
0: it has been, you know, agreed to on plain terms. However, the main capital still hasn't responded to many of our requests. And as such, I'm still... Registered as chief scientist, as, uh, yeah, but I kn- you,
2: we should, you know, we should. Uh, I think it would be better if we just moved on, assuming that they signed off on it, because I think it would really benefit the research time on Project User Illusion Three if we just didn't care about the small stuff, like leave did we. The-
0: did we agree on that on that project name? First of all, I'm not sure that was ever come to yeah, a consensus. Yeah, Project
2: User Illusion Free. I'm pretty sure I said that day one. Everyone was like, "That's a badass name for a science project."
0: Well, people also liked my name of uh, Project Hooters Reincarnation Revival. It's, and even it, your your assistant Rocky had a pretty good
1: suggestion. Well, I of, I, uh, I wasn't mine, sir. Um, Doctor Yins when he hired me for this uh, internship, he told me that he had a special secret project that he needed my help with, and he said it was called Project Muscle Beach City. So is that not the name? Oh, uh, no,
2: muscle, well, no, you... no, no, Muscle Beach City, that, that was a different thing. We can, we're can uh, we shelving that to the side right now. Uh, project Muscle Beach City is uh, just a side project I'm doing to research a steel drum made out of mithril. We can work on that after this one.
0: Well, what was the project that Rocky was talking about where he said uh, Project Freak Carnival Avicii?
2: Uh, Rocky, uh, do you have my notes of well, Project you, Freak Carnival Avicii? Freak
1: Carnival Avicii was when, I mean, Dr. Yins had been working on this project secretly for about uh, seven months, and um, he didn't let me work on it with him. He said that um, it was too dangerous, and it was for my own sake, and he's putting himself at risk working on it. And when he came out, it was absolutely incredible. He spent seven months working on um, sort of a a diorama or like a papier-mâché version of Krakatoa, and he filled it with baking soda and vinegar, so it exploded. And
2: um, yeah, okay, I remember that was a pretty cool project. I don't know
1: how why that took you seven months, but (laughs) it was pretty
0: cool. Well. I, I believe uh, Doctor Yin, as he kept saying, and part of the reason I agreed to, um, you know, let him run the station temporarily was um, he said he's more of a big picture guy, hands off, uh, like a Steve Jobs type. He kept saying, "Yeah." That. He showed yeah, me yeah, how yeah, to yeah, make I... a
1: light with a potato. So.
2: Oh yeah, and then well, I told you how to make it smaller, and then like I put it in an mm-hmm. aquarium, and it was a whole metaphor thing.
0: Well, so, you it, still don't get it, but. I was really impressed by you know Doctor Yin's the first day when he starts saying all that and he had that black turtleneck on. But now, Doctor Yin's, you appear to be wearing some type of orange jumpsuit. What is what is that?
2: Uh, it is a combat uniform uh, from the Turtle School in Dragon Ball on uh, Kamiya Island. I believe is the name of the location that this style of traditional.
1: Science slash combat wear? It was the jumpsuit he had in, on in prison. He modified it. Yeah, it
0: says property of Hot uh, Federal Supermax.
2: I'm impressed. I suppose orgs do have infravision that lets them see through Sharpie. <laughs> crossing. <laughs> uh,
0: and you're not looking at the back. I think it might have been dry race marker. It's smearing everywhere. <laughs>
2: Uh, okay.
1: Regardless of... He he said no one would um, notice because he ripped off the sleeves, but... Now
0: now that we're all, you know, talking on what is supposed to be my, uh, you know, notes of the day and stuff, um, everyone is already aware a bit of Dr. Yin's Rocky. uh, Why don't you introduce yourself formally and tell us a little bit of how you met up with Dr. Yin's.
1: Uh, my... I am Rocky the intern. I, uh, I... I used to work at Panera Bread, and um, Dr. Yins uh, came in there, and he was, you know, impressed by the soup and the bread. And he, at the time, didn't you have any the, money on Rocky, him. You, know, you say the soup.
2: You know, uh, he's, he accurately describe me as a big picture Steve Jobs kind of guy and I would like to as a sort of contrast to that I like to see Rocky as a small picture guy like an incredibly small picture kind of guy <laughs> like soup bowl size picture <laughs> style guy which I think the contrast and the dynamic duo uh, really helps with the science well anyway, he research. didn't
1: he didn't have any money, so he offered me a job, a full-time um, full-time internship. And uh, you know, it's been about a year. It's a full-time a year, freelance internship. He hasn't paid me yet, Just he said going to get it for
2: tax purposes. He said it's a great Just opportunity. It's like a full-time freelance internship.
1: Yes, I appreciate it. He said oh, it's a great opportunity for me and that, uh, you know, it'll make my portfolio huge. And well, it's, um, it's a great work really experience,
0: anyway. you put it.
1: You know, my name's not even actually Rocky, it's actually Phil. But Dr. Yunus said, no, your name's Rocky if you work for me, and that's, I won't call you anything less, and whatever that means. And um,
2: I just a, t- a title of respect.
1: He, he said he just likes the movie Rocky a lot, he watches it a lot. <sighs> so good.
0: Well, um, if you would have came in to an orcish research station with the name Phil, we probably wouldn't have let you in. Right, um,
1: and I guess you know, Doctor Yins has to keep you know his people protected, himself protected. Um, we had to be wear disguises and stuff when we were traveling. Um, which he got a great you know another from from a movie. He got the great idea of using disguises after he saw um, Mrs. Doubtfire when we were in a hotel one night, and uh, he said, "This gorgeous woman." <laughs> is full of so much life and then he found out it was Robin Williams in a disguise and he said, wow, I wouldn't even thought he said he sold it so long
2: yeah, movie magic really
1: I th- well, uh, so, you know some people that, that it,
2: wasn't
0: the, know? the first thing that Dr. Yin's renamed either um, this Hard Rock Research Station is, is originally not the, the name of this station, it was just simply, you know, Man Crush Research and he wouldn't have any of that.
2: It's just a better name. It's it says what we're all about and it's a better call tag on the radio. I
0: mean I agree with you on that one, I'm not complaining. It's just rocky and hard rock. It's just like a theme's picking up there.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, Dr. Yinz is a fan of rock and roll. He's There's no doubt about that. <laughs> what is uh what is your favorite rock and roll album,
2: Dr. Yins? My favorite doctor... Oh, Sorry, I just started thinking about rock and roll and got in my head immediately. You're just
0: <laughs> immediately smiling and laughing just from us mentioning rock yeah, and roll. Yeah,
2: I'm just remembering all the happy memories I had of rock and roll. My my favorite... Well, it's, a, it's, it's sort of a niche pick, but I, f- I feel like, you know, great minds, all the geniuses of the world have very, like, eccentric... I think... My favorite rock and roll album is a compilation of every time like a metal or prog rock band gets really bored halfway through their album and records like a blues song and puts it in for some reason. It's a compilation <laughs> of all of those. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, so we've been uh, hard at work uh, since you arrived. Um, Rocky has been running through some research projects. I've been running through some research po- projects. Uh, Doctor Yins has been naming. A lot of projects, a lot of good names. He's come up with. Um, he's currently got me working on uh, Project White Hotep, where I'm trying to where I'm trying to uh, cure sickle cell that only affects white people.
1: Well, um, I think it's something that probably you know that's not really an issue on Earth, but maybe in uh, the Hollow Earth it is. Um, Doctor Yins has a lot of you know ideas. You know he's he's always changing his his you never know what he's focusing on. You know, some days he comes around wearing just his morning fubu jacket and uh other days, you know, he's up before you and he's walking around wearing a tuxedo and um
2: if, ne- dress for the job you want is what I say. And <laughs> I I want to be James Bond.
1: Well, sir, you had that I thought you were on the brink of a cure for a disease that one week and then the next day you completely dropped all of it and you put in that basketball court you built the whole thing that day <laughs> he said i just want to shoot some hoops like is there you know is it a crime i just want to shoot hoops there's no courts down here and you know it's productivity stalled so much and then there was a month where he got really into dwarf fortress and we didn't see him once all he did was play dwarf fortress in his um his lab
0: I tell all you, right. I had to go in there and actually tear down those basketball hoops. As, as everyone is aware, um, Hard Rock Research Station is primarily an orcish research station. I can do that. And you get some orcs down there, and they all are about six foot eight. They can't dunk. They're 320 pounds. They play exactly like Zach Randolph did when he was on the Memphis Grizzlies. Everybody just squaring up and having good footwork to get low in the post. And I had to just tear those rims right down because nobody worked on any science stuff either. In conjunction, when uh, you know Dr. Yins declared it was free Chipotle, we almost got no research done for about a week hey, but, when that was happening.
2: But that resulted in the accidental, I admit, but still it resulted in the construction of a large salsa collider when... <laughs> Someone left their salsa on the research desk and spilled it over, and fell into the large hydrogen collider, and started combining with various basic particles of the universe. Well, we that, discovered that was at least uh, twenty hypothetical new salsa particles on that day. And
0: th- that was that was amazing work, and simply like the uh, microwave was discovered when a Snickers bar melted. We discovered a lot of salsa particles when um, I was actually trying to reverse engineer Pace Picante Salsa, the the the, the salsa that is infamously not from New York City. Um, I've always loved it. I've loved it on the trail when I go on vacations. I love you know wiping it out of my big mustache and you know happy it makes me feel a little you know just warm and fuzzy inside. I get that chow bucket and I'm out there with Cookie on vacation.
1: Who of us can forget how Dr. Yen's uh, amazingly invented um TV2?
0: Ah, yes. He called it uh TV2 and it was basically a TV with a T- TiVo attached to it.
2: No one had thought of it before. <laughs> no one had Basically fun. it's you know it's some it's it, it takes a uh, scientist to do, like, the maps and physics and stuff, but it takes, I think, a visionary to see a problem that nobody else sees and also the solution for it and then do a solution.
1: Well, there's also, of course, the famous drink that you're always drinking because you have, you know, just years of stock of this stuff, but you made the Yin's Tini that's just hypnotic and de Sirono, And, I mean, constantly si- walking drink. around sipping one. Yeah, maybe he's taking a sour punch yeah. straw in there.
0: <laughs> he he had the the Virgin Irish Car Bomb, which I believe was Coca Cola
1: dumped into a quart of milk. <laughs> There's not even <laughs> any alcohol in it. He said it's just for the morning. There's no fellas. alcohol, <laughs>
0: it's just for the morning fellas. He kept saying that, making everyone do them and chug them. Everybody getting really <laughs> sick.
2: Playing Edward Forty Hands with Virgin <laughs> Irish Car Bombs. <laughs>
1: He taught all oh, the that's a good day. he taught all the orcs how to make Tommy Bahama shirts, so now that's all they wear. Right, they all it walk around wearing off- big Tommy Bahama shirts. There's just a pile of lab coats
0: <laughs> that just everyone threw away, and now everyone's out here in Tommy Bahama uh, shirts. And all the orcs are wearing puka shell necklaces.
1: They're wearing and are getting. They all have shorts on getting, that are kind of like above their <laughs> knee, like half thigh, and they like maybe some flip flops. And everyone's kind of just you know. Well, they're all those Corona flip flops with the bottle openers <laughs> on the bottom
0: of them.
2: By the way, speaking of uh, fashion trends, partner, I think, you know, what would suit that mustache? very you well? some, some frosted tips? I think some frosted tips with your mustache.
0: Well, Just, I don't know. I got, I got um, no one around I think here that, that looked my really icon nice on like- you. My iconic mustache, but that just seems like a little bit of big city fuss to me. Get some frosted tips. You know, I'm going to stick
1: with my pomade slicked back. Listen, my nice cowboy. I don't know if it's just me and maybe where we came from, but I'd say that, you know, if you want to be partnered, in my eyes, you're pretty Hollywood. Something you're doing? Oh, I I don't know. (laughs) He's He's so Hollywood. Little well, okay, old me being can, Hollywood. Just saying, you that, can because see me
2: here from the Hollywood sign. No,
1: but I mean, like we, you know, what uh, kind of people we saw there. Right? You know, well, I
2: think,
0: you know, I will tell something. you a secret. I, I am a, uh, I'm only half orc. Really. Hmm. Yeah, everyone else's is thought... uh, kind of pure blood, but uh, no, but none of the other orcs can really grow, you know, that great
1: of facial hair, and everyone's yeah, jealous of my guess... big. They get a Must- mustache. They get the mutton chops and the beards, but not really a, a solid mustache.
2: Yeah, and think it, it makes sense. Your Half orc, because I think you're the only orc I've talked to on this research station where, when I tell them to do some research, they don't just say work, work, or off I go then to me. Yeah. What do yeah. you want? And actually have like sentences. I thought I or uh,
0: something be doing.
2: Something be doing. Work, work. dokey. Ready to work. Okay. Yes, tell him what you want. Movement. I'll try. What? Me busy. Leave me alone. I can do that. No time for play. Me not that kind of orc. Work, work. 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 Work, work.
1: Work, work. Work, work. Work, work.